This is a special episode, and we are lucky enough to have a special guest. His name is Mason Nauman, and he writes for The Key Play, which is the go-to website for all Hokie fans. Robbie and I pretty much read all of their stuff. Mason, thanks a lot for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. We're going to get right into it. Uh, you and French are basically the X's and O's guys over at The Key Play. And I, me and Robbie are curious how you got started, uh, what your background is in football, and like how do you, like yeah. where'd you learn from, and how do you get hooked up with the key play? Um, well, that's actually kind of a funny story. Uh, I, in terms of like my background in football, I never played football, um, didn't really coach football or anything like that. Um, f- funny story. I uh, I volunteered to coach a, a girls' powder puff football team, um, <laughs> and I, I got there, and it, I, it was. One of the most fun times I've ever had in my life. You know, all the girls were great, but we did have a problem where none of the girls could actually throw a football, which if you've ever coached a, a woman's uh, football team, like the biggest difference between having a good team and having uh, a team that's not successful. QB? QB. <laughs> same, same as in real life, right? Um, so I get there. We have the first practice. We, we can throw like five yards down the field. That's about it. I'm thinking to myself, like, what are we going to do to win some games? Because I'm super competitive. So I get online. I'm looking up. I'm looking at the rule book for the Powder Puff League, and there's a rule that says you can have one player in motion at the snap. Um, and that wasn't even a rule that I was familiar with in football. Because I, I was a big football fan, but I didn't really know a lot about football. This was back in, like, 2007, 2008. Okay, a little while ago. A little while ago. So I look it up, and I start thinking, all right, what are some things we can do with what I thought was, like, a loophole in the rule book? I was like, all right, if I can get someone in motion, maybe we can hand it off right at the snap. Get them running, and we're often we're often good. Less um, throwing, basically. Less throwing. So then, like the first play that we put in was a jet sweep, and uh, we know did, that well. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was uh, that was what we did. Um, we practiced that play over and over and over. And then one of the girls mentioned that she played rugby, so I was like, well, in rugby they toss the ball. Maybe yeah. we can get a little option game going. And then, uh, so we had a little, we had a little option jet sweep game going on. It was pretty tight. We didn't throw the ball very much. Would you but, say um, that that experience started getting you like you started learning about schemes well, and everything? Let me tell you, when you put in a play and you practice a play and it works for the first time in a game, it's like the biggest rush you could possibly yeah. imagine. So you're basically an offensive coordinator. Basically, yeah. That's uh, I'm my applications available. If anyone wants to see my resume, let me know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, but then and then that and once that started working, I just started diving deeper and deeper. Yeah. And all my free time, I was just looking it up. And, that's awesome, man. And, yeah, so, how did you get linked up with the key play and Joe? Yeah, that was weird, man. Um, it was uh, I, I was reading the, the key play for a long time, and then there just happened to be a little button on the side of the website one day. Joe said he was looking for writers, and I was just like, well, you know, let's just try this out and see what happens. And I I sent him an email and sent him a little piece. And luckily, he liked it. And um, Joe's great to white for him, man. He yeah. uh, he lets me do my thing, and you know he's great. I love it. It's been it's been one of the best experiences so far of my life. That's real cool, man. All right, we're gonna do the VT stuff now. Okay. And for years, you know, VT fans are critical of the offense, and we started out a little bit better this year. It was nice to see, and we knew that we might have a decent offense with the guys we were bringing back, a lot of skilled players. But I've seen some of your tweets and. There's still a lot of things that we can improve upon. What packages that Loeffler runs would you absolutely just want to throw out? And are there ones that he has that you want to see more of? Well, here's the thing about uh, Loeffler. Like, when I was a fan for uh, when Steinstring was the coordinator, there were plays that would happen, and it just leaves your head scratching. It leaves you scratching your head just from, like, an X of the nose standpoint. 
like why you'll see a play and you're like this play was never designed to work at least that was the impression that you had. yeah with scott leffler like you can look at any play in isolation and be like this is a well-designed play it he does he worked. does design plays well it's just that i feel like he picks the wrong ones at the, at the wrong times exactly, right so you would want like your game plan to be the sum of its parts greater than the whole, whatever that phrase is. You know, I'm, I'm not an English major. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, right. But, like, you would think that if you add all the plays together, they'd be more effective. But sometimes it feels like they're taken away from each other. They're okay. less effective. So, for me, you know, I think that he tries – sometimes he try to do too much. But you were saying than, something last week about, like, we're under center and we shouldn't be. And, like, you had these three tight ends, but we're, like, you know – and, like, so what do you what do you want to yeah, see okay, more well, of? Yeah, well, when Leffler got hired three years ago – and Jeff Grimes got hired. I was thinking, okay, we're going to get back to running the football, get under center, power football, because this was a year removed from the pistol formation and that fiasco. When we first put the pistol formation right. in, it was terrible. Stein's bringing up losing his or getting demoted for it, and then we bring in Lefter. We change our whole offensive staff. So I'm thinking, okay, we're getting back to our roots, pounding the football. And they talked about that, but then it never really happened. So for me, especially this year, right, when you know in spring we were hearing talk about how there was no third wide receiver. And at, at the beginning of spring, at the end of spring, we were still talking about how there was no third wide receiver. So we knew going into the fall that we had at least three average at tight ends because I, I think Klein is, at worst, he's an average tight end. Right. Malik and uh, uh, Hodges, in my mind, are both NFL potential tight ends. So if I'm looking at the personnel package that we have, I'm thinking, okay, that's our strength as, a, as an offensive Absolutely. Unit. So if I'm doing that, I'm thinking, all right, let's get under center. Let's pound the football. Let's do some play action. And, you know, let's try to take advantage of the defenses that way. That's what I would want to do. I just want to kind of tone it back and kind of just change the personality of the team. That's how I would have liked to see it at the beginning of the year. Now we're in the middle of the year and yeah. changing, changing courses halfway. And I'm, I'm just not sure if that's going to work out. My one of biggest complaint with Leffler can be he kind of throws all of his eggs in one basket mm. at times. Like, yeah. I think – he did that against Pitt, that he was like, they're tough to run on, we're going to throw a lot. And when that was like kind of not working because our offensive line just decided not to show up, he didn't have a plan B. And that's always been my thing with him. What does he run that you would just not want to see any more of? Is there any particular plays? Um, I wouldn't want to see – you know, I, I just want to see – I want to see like a handful of plays that he runs every game. The jet sweep, I don't mind the jet sweep, right? Let's, But if we're going to run the jet sweep, let's build a deep enough package around it that we have counters built in so teams can't see, oh, they're bringing Stroman on now. It's yeah. going to be the jet, jet sweep package, right? We, we want to be able to have enough counters in there that whatever the defense runs, you can attack it, right? Just like Paul Johnson does, Mike Leach does. Right. They have very simple formations, but the concepts within those formations are so complex that no matter what the defense does, there's always going to be a counter for it. And I just feel like that's not the case with Leffler right now. I feel like there's no doubt that any play in isolation will work, but a lot of times the playbook is so shallow within certain packages that as long as you get the base play out of this formation down, he's not going to be able to take yeah. advantage of it. Well, let's move on to the defense. That's been our strength for years, and they've been playing a little bit better the last couple games, but... It's also been a little bit of a rough ride, and we've had some injuries. Do you think there's something dragging the defense down in a way? Even though, like like I said, we've played a little bit better the last two games, but we're still giving up big plays. It, are we just not as good as we thought we were? Because we thought this defense could be right. pretty epic. Um, 
Uh, well, Foster's always going to be a break, don't bend defense. He, whenever, because when you have an offense that's not very explosive, I think that's the right strategy to take because you want to make big plays on defense. You want to get a lot of three and outs, get your defense a good field position, or your offense a good field position. So I don't mind that strategy. Um, you know, I think uh, Foster's the same way as Leffer. Like, tactically, he's going to be fine. Like, he's going to do what he does tactically. He's going to make in-game adjustments just like he did versus uh, NC State on Friday when he yeah. made an adjustment and stopped that little sweep action they had going Absolutely. on. Absolutely, and that um, was dangerous for a little yeah, while. Yeah, there was one. Yeah, they, they showed that one time. They had a little fake sweep and a counter off of it. I said, that was the very first play of the drive. I tweeted out, we're going to see that again, yeah. and they ran it about nine more times in a row. They come off. The defense comes off the field. Foster does his thing. They come back out, and that play wasn't successful the rest of the game. Yeah. So you can get Foster once, but you're not going to get him again. But in terms of like where the defense is at right now, when you have a uh, when you have such an aggressive defense, if you have one weak spot, it's going to get exploited. Um, and that is, I think I think I know what it is. Right, but right. <laughs> it's the linebacker play. If I had to if I had to put my money on something so far, that would be it. I mean, when I look at the best defenses that Foster has had. It was when he had Xavier DB and Vince Hall. Great athletic linebackers that can make plays and fill the holes and do everything that he asked them to do. They're going to be very successful. The teams where they haven't been as great, in my mind, it's been the linebacker play that's been the problem. Yeah. Um, and I will say, and I think you'd probably agree, that Moto and Deion Clark, the last two games, have played a ton better. I mean, the last night was, they, they looked way better. Yeah. I mean, if this is how they're going to play the rest of the year. Maybe the they're just hitting off, their stride now. That's what I'm thinking. Because uh, let's not forget, Matua Puwaka, uh, I think I said that right. You got it right. Okay. I don't want to pull a, uh, a Mac here, um, a Mac Brown. But, yeah, no, I mean, he's like, don't, let's not forget he's young. Like, this is, what, like his sixth, seventh game starting? Because he only started four games last year. True. As a, he was a true freshman last year, too, right? Uh, redshirt. He was a redshirt? Yeah. Uh, he only started four games last year. He played a couple games and got hurt. So he's still young. He's still learning. He you was know? aggressive as hell in that pick that, game, that, and yeah. I was like, he, the light might have just come on, I, and I don't know what, what it was that did that because he's coming off an injury, but he played awesome in that pick yeah. game. Yeah, and I can't think of one time in the NC State game where I felt like he got ran over. Right. Like, I felt like if he plays with a heavy shoulder, If he had played that way against Ohio State, yeah. it could have been a totally different story. I think so, although at the end of the day, Ohio State, they're just anywhere on the field is going to be a mismatch. Yeah, like, no, there's no doubt about yeah. it. Let's move on to just a more macro sense. Okay. You were a little conservative on your picks. A lot, like a lot of us were high on the Hokies. Robbie predicted a 10 and 2 season. I predicted 9 and 3. You and you picked <laughs> you picked 8 and 4. Um, which compared to what we've been doing is not a terrible record, but we right. really thought with the offensive skill coming back with the D-line, with the DBs that this team could could win 10 games again. Why were you more conservative? And do you think some of the stuff you were worried about came to fruition, or was it other things? Yeah, eight and four was like the high end of where I thought Tech was going to be this year. Really? Yeah. So I was like, all right, eight and four. If everything goes right, I think that's where we're at. Because when I'm looking at the defense, I still had questions about the run game. Um, we have a new middle linebacker, and at the time, um, you know, we had two new safeties. Um, True. So the safeties have played better than I thought, and they had they were experienced. Yeah. Um, 
So they're playing better than I thought, man. Well, but they're playing I, better because Adonis just came out of nowhere and yeah, he's been a beast. Yeah, he's been he's been killing it. I've been really impressed with him. He's been amazing. Um, and Chuck Clark is great. I think Chuck Clark's playing a little closer to the line of scrimmage now than he was at the beginning of the year. Leading the team in tackles. Yeah, he's he's doing great. Um, but yeah, my concerns are the same now as they were then. Like getting a stop in the run game in third and short. Can you do that? Um, can you limit the big plays with the young secondary? Yeah. Um, that's just on defense. On offense, I had all kinds of questions. You know, I didn't think heading into the year they'd be able to run the ball. I was really surprised at how good they looked at the beginning of the year offensively. Really? With the run blocking. The two, the ECU and the pick game, that whole thing fell apart. Um, but cause this is kind of where I expected the run blocking to be at. And even with Brewer in, um, you know, I had just questions about what they're going to be able to do running the ball in the red zone, the defense giving up big plays. You know, and I think the ACC is, is going to be a little bit better than people are giving them credit for when we get in the conference play. I expected the offensive line to show a big improvement, and they definitely did right off the bat. I don't know what happened to them against Pitt. Like maybe Pitt is just very ferocious on defense, but I just don't don't think they showed up. They yeah, I've never seen an offensive line look so. Uh, that was pathetic. Yeah, yeah, pathetic. But is that's the a best good transition into what I want to ask you next. Mm-hmm. And with the current team, current personnel. What can we do to improve that run game even more? Like, last night looked good. Against Purdue, we looked good. But I, and I kind of have an answer to this question a little bit in my head. But what do you think particularly we could do to improve the run game on this well, team? Well, I think now that we have the right running back running the ball all the time, that helps a lot. When you have That's exactly where I'm going, <laughs> You man. guys have been tooting this train since the beginning. Yeah. So. But, uh, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, absolutely. When you have a guy that can actually take it to the house from 80 yards away – if you do that once a game, once every two games, your numbers yeah. are going to be way better. If Absolutely. you have a back that can get five yards but can't get 20, then you're going to have to block perfectly every single time up front. And this offensive line isn't good enough to block perfectly every time up front. And then it's just a matter of, you know, I would like to see – I know they're hesitant to run Motley because they've got no, they've got a true freshman as a backup and they don't want him to get hurt. I would like to see him involved a little more in the run game a little more, just like we did before, a little more creativity with him in the run game, gotcha. more than just the inverted veer. Um, I would like to see him just stick with the run, have more of an attitude about it. And I think Sam Rogers in the, uh, out of, out of the uh, shotgun formation, I think using him as the runner instead of J.C. and Trey is a big advantage. I agree. I, I don't really want to see J.C. get any more carries unless there's injuries. And I do like the kid. I think he's a good leader. But McMillan has that home run hitter ability that we haven't seen since David Wilson and he's already got two 60 yard runs this year and I I don't think we've had that since Wilson was here well let me say this about JC JC more so JC than Trey I'll give give JC his props like when you look in short yardage situation he might be our best short yardage back which is weird because he's the smallest back right but when I'm when I'm saying that what I'm talking about is not necessarily his ability to get extra yards after contact but his ability to see the hole get to the right hole and get what yards he can Trayvon McMillan I think will get there he's just going to take reps but Um, he's so much better to me with Jason in terms of the breaking tackles and just just his vision is better oh yeah don't don't get it twisted I'm not saying that I think that we should get back to a running back rotation yeah. where every yeah. third and two we're bringing in J.C. Right. But I'm thinking, you know, let's give credit. I can see the mentality of wanting to get a rotation in there. I just think in the long run, strategically, it's the wrong wrong move to make. Do you think that this team kind of lacks some of the grit and attitude we used to have? Against Pitt, we definitely did. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. 
I thought we saw a lot of it come back versus NC State. It w- I think, yeah, Frank got – he was mad after last game. He and he be. got the guys fired up. I think he got everyone, like, a little scared. and But it still pissed me off because we came out flat again. But once – it was like once we just got that ball rolling, like, mm. it just – it grew and grew, and that second quarter we just took over. And yeah, what do you guys think about this? I was watching it on TV, and I seemed it seemed to me that like at the beginning of the game, all the players are going over the top with the amount of praise and high fiving that they were doing. But then it felt more natural as the game went along. Like you kind of have to fake it till you make it. Like yeah. Matua Puaka, I swear he gave out five high fives every defensive snap, at least until halftime. And then he was a great leader. He was running around giving people love. You know, I, I just thought everyone was was way more involved in the game, and I, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I I love that that fake it till you make it. It's like you got to create it. Like yeah. If it ain't there, just high five anyway. Like yep. get get give someone some props. It'll make them feel good, and all that. And they're making a good play. So, but in general, we're not as talented as we used to be. So maybe that's some of it. We don't right. have like the Xavier X when he's like tackling someone <laughs> in the backfield. Right, you know, right. like. We used to play with so much swag, and it's just not quite there. But I still think this team has a lot of potential. How do you think we're going to finish out this season? Oh, man. Um, I still think you have the same fundamental problems, right? You still, if you can't get up, if you can't get to the line of scrimmage and run the ball on third and three consistently, then you're going to have problems. If you can't run the ball on first and ten and get four or five yards, you're going to have consistent problems, right? So. You know, it's kind of a, a crapshoot in terms of the throwing game until Brewer gets back. And when Brewer gets back, you know, how good is he going to be? I think. It's a good you know, question. I, I think versus NC State, that might be offensively where ceiling is at with Brewer, with Motley in there. Okay. Um, unless he's healthy enough to run the ball, because I don't think you can count on more than one eighty-yard run from Trayvon a game. Um, I don't think Isaiah Ford is probably going to get that open consistently as he did for NC State against better competition. I I don't. But is there a lot of better competition? I mean, he was open all game. I don't think he's going to get more open than that. Yeah. You know that, I mean? Okay. I got you. And I, I think you. that um, you know, my, I love I love rooting for Motley, but he's not going to throw thirty times a game, and you're going to win the game. Like he had how many attempts did he had against NC State? He only had like eighteen, right? Did he even hit twenty? You're talking about Motley? Yeah. He was 14 for 28, I believe. For 28, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I think if, once he started getting in that 30 range, that's when I feel like things are it's just It's too much, yeah. yeah. For, in terms of where I think we're going to end up, I think... You don't have to give me a record, but... I, do, I, you, I do. Yeah. Do you think... The pressure's on. Can we win the division? Um, who we got left on the schedule? I don't have the schedule. For we me. got UNC, Duke, Miami, BC. BC. Okay, I think we beat Georgia Tech. Yeah. I think we beat UVA. Um, I think... I think we beat UNC. I think Bud has that, that UNC offense. That's he the thing. loves right, playing the spread. The division, we play. That's it. If that's what it takes. Um, Duke. Duke is problems, man. Duke is a good team. Like They, people don't give they are a problem, but at least we're getting them at home on homecoming. Yeah. I'm a little worried about the game in Miami next week. I just hate playing Miami, man. I know. I, because I know. They're, they're, what they've done to Bud the past couple times is – Exactly what you have to do to beat Bud, right? You got to line up, you got to run the ball, you got to have some cutbacks, and you take off that in my in man line of scrimmage, you know, and just trust your backs to make some plays if they've got talented backs. So, if I had to put money on it, I'm going to put money on the Hokies, but to win the coastal, to win the coastal. If I just because you know that's look, music to look, my ears, look, man. <laughs> we've seen the worst that they're going to play this year, right? They're getting fired up, and you know, I think I think it's all going to turn around. That's what I'm hoping. Well. Mason, we really appreciate you coming on, man. Yep. That was some awesome, awesome stuff. 
Uh, make sure to check out all of Mason's work on the key play. And also follow him on Twitter. I think it's at 3rd and 31. That's 3rdand three one. Yep. And thanks a lot, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I love you guys' podcast. I listen to it every week. Thanks, dude. Thanks, guys.